welcome back everybody to the Little Pieces podcast. I'm James Hammond. I'm here with uh, Sharon Hoover and Maureen Erickson. Hi everybody. And it is so fun. We get to reach across the continent and welcome Maureen Erickson and Maureen and Todd and their family have been mission partners at CPC for years. And every time I introduce you, Maureen, I keep thinking I'm going to remember how many years, but it just keeps going and going. So it's been a long time and we have enjoyed um, welcoming you when you guys come back from Guatemala um, on furlough. And it has been great joy to bring teams down to be able to serve alongside you and all the ministry that you guys are doing. So welcome, Maureen. Well, thank you. I'm super excited to be joining you and, and James on this podcast. It's super fun. And we love um, we love the way that you guys love us when we come home. But then we also love having your teams come down and um, be a part of what we're doing down here. So that's exciting. Yeah, and Lord love- willing, you guys, I put a deposit down. But Lord willing, 2021, we're going to get a team down there. We were so sad to miss last year. Yeah. Um, but we had uh, our so, first team and it didn't go well. So oh, it was hard. We'll oh. wait a few months. We'll wait a few months. Okay. James, you're wanted, trying to say something. What? I wanted to um, personally thank Maureen. I got a lot of, um, a couple good college essay questions filled out with the Guatemala <laughs> mission trip. So you got, you guys helped me out with that. <laughs> We've helped quite a few youngins get into college. Now. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. God, God, you know, it's just when you, when you go, away out of your comfort zone or in a place where I'm out of my regular routine. Somehow it's like God can break through. And it's amazing how God does indeed show up when we're in a place where we're totally focused on the Lord and being able to serve. I just want to make it clear. We don't write the essay for you. We just give you the experience (laughs) (laughs) for the essay. (laughs) Yeah. I think colleges are kind of, I think a lot of kids write about it though. So now they're kind of not they, they don't want to think about mission trips as much anymore, but right, right. So you got to come up with a creative way to incorporate it. But I, I wrote a couple of um, yeah. questions about it. So oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's really cool. So hey, Maureen, um, thank you for being with us, and look forward to just helping everybody get to get to know you a little bit better and your spiritual journey. So can we start out? Can you just tell us, like, how did you first come to know Jesus? When was He real to you in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, that's um... It's a great story. Um, I was raised in, um, I was raised in a, in a home that was, I mean, I would say, I would say a Christian home, but it was in a denomination that probably, at least the way I interpreted, it was more works oriented. And so the way uh, that, that might not be the way my parents saw it, but um, I was trying to earn my salvation. I was trying to earn um, being a good enough person to get into heaven. And so when I was in high school, I actually went on a, a, like a youth trip with a, with a parachurch organization. And um, I mean, I knew, I knew all about Jesus. I knew Bible stories. I knew um, he died on the cross. We celebrated Easter, Christmas. We went to church every Sunday, but Um, but the part that was missing for me was the personal relationship. And so I definitely believed, um, but I didn't know how to, um, make it personal in my life, I guess I should say. And so, um, 
at this camp, they kind of gave you an opportunity to, um, to really make it personal. And I did that and it changed my life. I'd say one of the, one of the biggest things is that, um, I, um, I had dealt with some health issues growing up and, um, I, I had cancer as a child and I always was afraid growing up that I was going to die at an early age. And so that's why I was very, very, um, concerned on being a good child so that I would get into heaven because I just wasn't sure if I was going to live a long life. And, um, the freedom that came from knowing that I didn't have to earn it, but free gift and um, that um, going to heaven was based on what Jesus did and not on what I did completely changed my life. And um, as far as um, just giving me peace, I should say, just giving me peace. And so, um, uh, and this was in high school. And then, and like I said, I had a great foundation with my family. There was just in my, the way, the way that I understood it, there was just a piece missing. And so, um, so then I went away to college and, um, uh, started attending a a Bible church that was actually really, really, um, I don't even know how to say it. Like just a really strict, like, um, church, but I learned so much. And um, anyway, it was just funny because it's probably not a type of church I would choose to go to now. So I've, um, but I learned so much and I got baptized. And from there, I think I really just delve in. I think college was probably one of my biggest growing experiences. Um, So yeah, so that's how I I came to the Lord. And I would definitely say that um, college being the first time a lot of times that you're out on your own and everything. If you know the Lord going into college, you 100% should plug into a, a Christian ministry. That is where, well, I met my husband, but I met lifelong friends and where I built a foundation that was beyond anything I'd had before that. So let me just tell you, it sounded like you had a pretty good college essay in there too, with like the find it, finding God and it would change your life. That, that's kind of a college essay. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Unfortunately, I went to a state school, so I, I didn't know if that would, if that would really fly. <laughs> I can't even remember what I wrote about, but um, yeah, but that would be a good college essay. Yeah, you're right. And also it's encouraging, since I'm going to college now, that you're saying um, college, like opportunities in college to get to know people and everything. Yeah, That's absolutely. That's what I'm saying. You know, I think that people... Um, you know, sometimes when they go off to school and they have the independence that, um, you know, I think sometimes the first thing they think is, oh, you know, maybe, you know, I'm going to, I don't know, just do things that I wasn't allowed to do when I was growing up. And, and, um, and to be honest, um, I don't know. It's just, you know, um, you're not missing out (laughs) those things. But what I, what I, what I loved was just the deepness that I found in the relationships and, um, and yeah, just the way that, um, I, w- I, I ended up, I was at James, James Madison and they had campus, um, staff for we, my husband and I were involved in what's now called crew it was campus crusade for Christ. But, um, I just can't even tell you, I grew exponentially, you know, and plus plugged into a local church, but, 
um, yeah, college is a great time to really, you know, make those, make those friends. And so, yeah. So do you yeah. know where you're going to go, James? Uh, you know? Yeah, I'm going to go to William and Mary. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, okay. I, they wouldn't even let me send them an application. <laughs> <laughs> it's so not true. <laughs> I did apply to James Madison though. Yeah, no, but uh, um, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Very impressive. Well, you'll, you'll do phenomenal. That's great. That's great. Well, and it is, it, it is really amazing to see in college. I agree. You just um, connect with people in a whole new way because you're in a different environment and God Absolutely. works through people in ways that um, I guess before it was kind of filtered through family and through parents mm -hmm. and through a church home. If you've been with the church home for, for a while, but yeah. It's a, it's a really good time to take ownership of your faith, you know, and um, yeah. And then that, yeah. And that really, uh, that really was a time of growth and which really set me up to do well, um, not have an easy life by any means, but have um, a purposeful life. Yeah. So. And so now um, you guys are in Guatemala. I know you've seen God at work in college um, in preparation to go to Guatemala. And you've mm -hmm. been serving there and have had an opportunity to really um, just build relationships with other um, missionaries who are there, but also the Guatemalans who are everywhere. So can you tell us a time when you saw God working through you, whether, I mean, it could have been a while ago or, or in you or how God has been at work in and through you, around you. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Okay. So, well, if I think about Guatemala, I mean, I can think of God working through us um, and also in us to be sure. Um, so I think that, um, when, when you move to another country to be a missionary, obviously your number one thought process is I'm going to, well, idealistically, I'm going to change the world, right? Which is just ridiculous because that's not what's going to happen, but I'm going to help people, you know, whether it's tell them about Jesus or, you know, and also help in practical ways. I'm going to help people. And, um, the way I've seen the Lord work through work in me is um, to change my perspective and that um, he did not send us to Guatemala to change other people. He sent us to Guatemala to change us. Oh, wow. Um, now we have helped people along the way, but that was more of a byproduct it was our goal. It was our goal, but we did not know that at the time that was the Lord's, um, um, that was his by, you know, the, that was a bonus plan, you know? So I would say that we've helped people here, um, with practical needs as far as everything from education to housing to, um, you know, um, uh, I mean, Katie, you know, uh, who lives in another part of Guatemala, my one daughter, she, you know, just recently for 45 days straight went and fed people um, um, after the hurricanes and that had already been um, impoverished because of COVID and losing jobs. Uh, my daughter, Emily is um, working at a, at a small children's home and um, is, 
you know, taking care of kids' physical needs, but also spiritually, and has taught them large portions of scripture to memorize these little kids. And it's just been a beautiful, it's a day-to-day relationship. You know, even my son, having lived here, has a completely different worldview now that he's back in the U.S., and that impacts his ministry at a church. But um, so I think, but also, um, we've not only helped people with uh, physical needs, which is important because um, it's easier to hear about Jesus when your stomach's not growling. Um, but um, we've also helped people spiritually for sure. And um, uh, my husband, well, even from the beginning, you know, we shared the gospel with people and used um, stoves and water filters as evangelistic tools. And um, we had Bible club in our um, in our uh, after school program. And I mean, we've just done a lot of things that shared the Lord. Um, but now my husband's a pastor at a church here, uh, assistant pastor, I should say, because we believe a Guatemalan should be the head pastor. And, um, and, but so anyway, so we've been able to have an impact with people of just sharing the word of God on Sundays. On top of that, there's a large missionary community here. And, um, and so for a number of years, I led a Bible study of um, mission, young missionary girls, you know, women, young women that were here. And um, I think that that definitely met a spiritual need. In fact, actually, it was very interesting. The number of women that were here, I, I'd probably say 15 people were signed up in my Bible study, but never all 15 came at the same time. And um the number of women that were here that had never been in a women's Bible study, but that were missionaries overseas. I was just wow. blown away. How do you end up as a missionary overseas if you've never been in a Bible study? And a women's Bible study is what just blew my mind. So I felt like um, we were meeting a need even for the mission community. Um, and in a lot of ways, the Lord used us in that area too, although that was not our, our focus. Um, but he's also changed us because... Our worldview has completely changed. The majority of the world um, lives way poorer than people live in the United States. And um, I love the United States. I wouldn't trade my passport for anything. But um, having lived in the United States and not having been outside of it for, you know, growing up, um, I think that I just assumed that everybody lived the same way we did in the United States. Mm-hmm. And coming here, I realized that the United States is different and that a lot of people live um, with a lot more hardship in the rest of the world. And so even though I've only lived in Guatemala, I know that there's similar circumstances in every other country. And, um, so the Lord's just really opened our eyes and also given us a heart of compassion and also just um, a heart of how other people live. And then um, through that, he's just done so many things in us personally. Um, but also even on top of that, moving here, you know, when I moved here, I had been a teacher and I'd been very successful at, at what I did. And, and, you know, I, I had a car and I, I mean, I was just very independent and I moved here and all of that was stripped away. I didn't have the language to speak. I didn't have a car or the driving skills to, to drive. And, and um, people say it's like that in the military. I've, I've never been in the military, but um, I feel like he just stripped away everything that I relied on for my security and for 
um, feeling very good about who I was and then had me start over with just who he wanted me to be. So um, it was a powerful experience. So in light of, I didn't expect those things to happen. We came to help people, but in light of helping people, um, it changed our lives really forever, you know? It was a very long answer, but. <laughs> yeah, Guatemala was the first time I was out of the United States. And and I was I was like a sophomore in high school. Okay. Just finished my sophomore year. So, I mean, I'm kind of, I was like young and I was like, yeah, we're going to like build houses and stuff. And then the youth pastor, Sam, you know, Sam? Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said the same thing. Like we're like, they're there to help us like grow in our faith just as much as we are to help them and show them God's love. Um, and I was like, oh, dang, shoot. That makes so much sense. Cause I didn't speak, I don't speak Spanish or, I mean, I guess I learned, I know some, so I couldn't right, talk. Right. But like there's, there wasn't like that much I could really do or communicate. Um, so it was really just, um, you know, I did, I did built the house and so, but I really just, I remember with Panito. Panito yes. is like so much different than what, a Northern Virginia teenage kid. I mean, doesn't even register, right? Doesn't yeah, yeah, even like, register on your, uh-huh. So, and I remember um, it was Pastor Ram, Rami. Yeah, Rami, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so when I saw him and he was just like so happy with all the kids running around, he was like always smiling. I was like, that helped me, like seeing his faith that he had helped me more than I could have helped anyone. Wow. Like uh, down there, but. But, you know, your coming still helps because um, so much, first of all, it's very encouraging, like especially, um, well, really in Antigua and in Panito, but um, no families would get houses um, built if teens didn't, well, they could just send money, but um, people are encouraged by seeing North Americans wanting to come down and and, and share something or even try their Spanish, you know? So you are encouraging the people around you, but um, yeah, it changes you when you come. And same with Panito. I mean, they're encouraged by having people come, but they would not be able to do half of the projects they do if they didn't have teams that came and supported them. And um, so it really is a give, give, you know? Um, and also just to experience it, it's, yeah, like you said, it's, you know, that'll stay with you forever, you know, and hopefully yeah, and you'll think, take your kids on a trip, you know. Well, I think the thing that's really cool also is when we have these opportunities to go, because we have a long-time relationship, James can come maybe not this year because he's got the whole college thing getting ready yeah. to happen and everything, but I mean, and depending like, on when we can come, <laughs> but he knows that he can come the next year whenever, because we're going to be regularly going. And so the relationships that we build, not only with you and Todd and Emily and then um, Katie and Clay when they're in town, um, but also with the Guatemalans and, and we're building friendships and, Absolutely. and it's amazing. So James comes back years later and goes back to Panito. He's yeah. getting to see Rami years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see cool. the, all the progress. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. I think the, relationships and your, your house church does missions very well. You do missions very well. One of the, um, one of the best I've seen, to be honest. Um, and relationships are just super important. You know, they're just super important um, on mm -hmm. all fronts, you know. In well, fact, Sharon, here's a little um, fun fact to know and share. Uh, 
that you go to school and he just graduated, Wilson, he it just started this week or last week, I guess, with me in English class on Zoom. And I'm teaching oh, him is... and one other girl. Uh-huh. Oh. Four days a week. Uh-huh. So it's four That's hours. Great. Yeah. And um, they're progressing so well. I mean, they just started, but and the thing is, is that they have English in schools here, but it's usually taught by um, not always, but more the public, some of the schools are taught by people that don't really speak English as well, or, and some do speak well, but, and then also there's very big classes. So you never have an opportunity to speak, you know, just like it is at home, you know, at home sure. in Spanish. So it's just, um, he, he and um, another girl and myself and, um, Anyway, it's been super fun. So he's progressing in his English slowly. That's great. But, well, thank yeah. you for doing that. I think that's yeah. awesome. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let me, we have just, um, let me ask one, one more question. So um, as you've been going day to day, what, when, when did you see God most recently? When did he show up in your life? Most recently. Um, I would say... Gosh, there's, I mean, there's a lot of ways he shows up. Um, okay, a couple, this is, um, um, most of the ways that I see him show up are not um, financial. And I, I wouldn't even want them to be financial, you know, because it's really not about money. But um, uh Last year when we were home, um, I was re-diagnosed with breast cancer. And, um, and so I had surgery and I had a mastectomy and um, I have insurance. And anyway, we came back and insurance, because it's an international insurance, not a U.S. insurance, um, they refused to pay most of the bills. And so, um, so, so we had... Um, I'd say like in the pandemic, we found out that we had uh, $25,000 worth of uh, <laughs> hospital bills. Yeah. Oh, Maureen. That were not covered. At the same time, um, a woman that we have uh, ministered to for years and years, um, Lucy, she has a special needs daughter, Chaley, and then, a, and then another little daughter, Brittany. And um, her husband was otherwise detained for five to 10 years <laughs> um, and not free to not free to leave the, the his place of, of detaination. Um, anyway, he recently has returned back home in the last two months, but um, right before he was released from prison um, uh, and he's a wonderful man, we know him too, but um, right before he was released, um, their daughter, Chaley, the special needs daughter passed away. I remember um, that. That was a horrible thing. Yeah. And then, so, so um, for a while there, it was just Lucy and Brittany, the little, I think she's five or six now, uh, little girl. And um, I, I don't know if it was just Lucy wasn't taking good care of herself or what it was, but um, she is, she's thin, she's she looks healthy, but she um, developed diabetes. 
and she's actually gone blind in one eye because it was untreated and it blind where it cannot be reversed and she's starting to lose her eyesight in the second eye so um as as christmas was coming and i was feeling burdened i thought to myself you know we've got these huge bills and yet i want to take care of her but i i don't have the resources and this has happened so many times even rami's wife Shirley, she had a um ovarian cyst one time and had to go to the hospital and she she was telling me about it and i always say to her I don't have that money, but I know a God who does, you know? And so I said, let me get back to you. And every time he's just blown us away. So anyway, long story short, um, God has provided um, us with um, more than enough money to cover Lucy's surgery and um, medication and seeing the doctor, everything, all her doctor's bills, everything. And um, so we're taking her to the eye doctor that did my cataract surgery. So it's someone who has trained in the US some and is just, mm. um, it is not a doctor that she would have access to on her own. And, um, and we're right now we're trying to get her diabetes under control or the doctor is. And as soon as it's under control, which could be in the next week or two or three, she will have her eye surgery to save the eyesight in her other eye. So she will not be permanently blind she will always be blind in one eye and she's she's maybe 30 years old she's not old um at the same time um uh we had an influx of money that was designated we don't spend mission money on ourselves but that was designated to help with the with the medical bills and we're down to we're only left with eight thousand dollars in in uh out of the 25 in the last two oh my gosh maureen what a gift So I, and again, like I said, most of the time, the ways I see the Lord are not financial and I, I don't even want them to be financial, but, um, and the thing is, is that it was funny because someone asked us at the end of the year, what some of our needs were. And I said to Todd, it's more important to me. I mean, if Lucy goes blind, she will never get that back. We will eventually pay this off, you know? So, um, so, um, so we told people that and people just, said we want to give to both you know so wow um, it was a yeah so anyway that's one way that i've seen him work that's um, crazy though i think me and and um colton we actually met um chaley and lucy yeah, yeah? right i know yeah. lucy is i mean uh chaley passed away it was very sad, yeah, so sad. um mm-hmm. and orlando was in jail and he was a phenomenal phenomenal father and so he never got to say goodbye he was completely heartbroken and um and then and then lucy kind of lost her will to live for and um but we kept saying you have Brittany, like you cannot give up but i think losing her eyesight and realizing that she has to you know keep taking care of herself has given her some um some um for whatever but um uh the other um one thing though that I did do um, for them was because I've taken so many pictures over the years was I and and Guatemalans in general that are very poor and don't have maybe just have a flip phone or something don't have a lot of pictures I made a photo album of all the pictures I had of Chaley and Brittany and funeral so that uh, Orlando could see that and um so um what a gift i hope that was a tiny blessing for them 
but yeah. So anyway, yeah, it, that, it, that is a, that's crazy, right. That you met her and now she's blind in one eye, but you know, and yeah, it's crazy, but anyway, but the Lord, the Lord's still showing up and I just keep telling her he sees you, you know, he sees you. So yeah. And it's amazing to hear how God is at work and how you had both of these. It's like, it's open hands. It's like, Lord, right. I love you. I love the thing that you said is that I don't have that money, but I know the God who does. Yes. Yes. And yes. he has the resources and he's just taking care of things. And, and it's just so having funny. that peace inside. And, um, and, and that just reduces the anxiety. It's like, okay, Lord, I just, it, it just handle it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was so burdened for her. Yeah. But he just, yeah, he just was like, you know what? I can handle both things. So anyway, wow. um, it was cool. So, well, thanks so much for talking with us. Oh gosh. Thanks for inviting me and letting me have enough opportunity to wear my shirt with Sharon on it. <laughs> so I mean, when do you get to wear a Sharon Thank shirt? Thank you, Jen. Wait till I see her again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll get those up on the CPC website later That's this week. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't think so. Order yours today. It's <laughs> a limited release that's done. They're now all in the recycle bin. <laughs> valuable limited uh, exactly i know in fact if i got it signed oh my gosh it would be <laughs> priceless uh, oh my guys, gosh thanks for all inviting right. me to be on this this is so fun i honestly have to say this is the first podcast i've been on well we yeah. look forward to sharing this with everyone and so it's fun. it is such a joy and then if anybody who's listening it would be really fun for you to join um me to go down and see maureen and then Maybe not this year, but next year it'll be James and I. Um, he'll be taking a break from college, and then. Well, we'll when are when are we going home. this year? When when are we going this year? Do you know yet? I don't know. It all depends on COVID. I mean, ideally, we would go, you know, August ish, yeah. so you guys, college students, can I, go. I think. I think I, I. Yeah, I think I could go if it was like early August. So but what I'm wondering is if I, when I come home in September. Do you and I get to take a mission trip to William and Mary? <laughs> we go to Williamsburg. Definitely. It's a beautiful place. Let's go. <laughs> and visit James. I'm just wondering. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>